Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Whether it's the art style, the characterization, the movement, or just the technical side of things, even the worst games can get something right. A nice graphical sheen or a well-told story can do wonders for even the least interesting titles, just as a sufficiently bad element can ruin an otherwise fantastic experience. In this list, we'll be looking at some stinkers that at least partially save themselves through well-implemented violence. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are eight bad video games with great combat. Number 8. Red Steel It's no wonder that people were excited for Red Steel when it was first announced, a first-person shooter using the Wiimote to aim realistically at the screen, occasionally slowing down to have sword fights by swinging your arms around. Sadly, the reality didn't live up to the dream, and when Red Steel launched, it was met with mixed reviews, owing to inconsistent visuals, poor controls, and technical issues. In the end, it did sell well, but the general consensus among the gaming population is that Red Steel 1 is a bad game. Bit of a surprise then, when you boot this game up, sit through the intro sequence, and then immediately start having a blast with the game's combat, accurately blowing Yakuza away like your Kazuma Kiryu with an Ezuka. Every gun feels powerful and kicks like a mule, the bad guys run and duck for cover and even chase you down when you try to take cover yourself. The sound effects give every gunshot and explosion a sense of weight, and the shotgun might be the most satisfying in any video game, after Doom 2 Super Shotty, sending gangsters flying with every pull of the trigger and even tearing up the scenery around them. It more than makes up for the lackluster katana fights, which can be won by just wildly swinging the controller until you give yourself repetitive strain injury. Number 7. Dark Souls 2 Even now, I hear a million voices cry out in terror as someone dares to question Dark Souls 2. Calm down, boys and girls, Dark Souls 2 is not a bad game, but it is almost universally agreed that it's the worst in the Souls series. Leaping from the jumping-off point of Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2 muddied the quality waters with enemy spamming, cheap tricks, and nightmarish AI invaders that are so ridiculously overpowered they can make you rage quit the entire series. Dark Souls 2 is more of the frustrating hair-pulling screaming out loud difficulty than the glorious struggle of the previous game. But the combat, just as good as it was in Dark Souls 1 and 3, almost makes up for it. All the same flourishes, careful planning, and giant reward await. It even brings in some new tricks to enhance the experience, what with Dark Souls 2's improved dual wielding and the addition of power stances, giving you more options in combat. There are definite improvements over the previous game. But the less said about that 8-directional movement, the better. Number 6. Resident Evil 6 
Resident Evil 6 is the problem child of the Resident Evil series, a series known for its ridiculous campiness reaching its most ridiculous point whilst also taking itself more seriously than ever before. All the melodrama of the previous five games put together and none of the payoff. But the combat. Omnidirectional, dodge rolling, dual wielding pistols, punching zombies' heads clean off, drop kicks, suplexes and DDTs. It's like Capcom took the combat system from a kick-ass action movie video game and slotted it into the wrong series. And it does a lot to make up for the ridiculousness of the rest of the game, turning a game so stupid you'd struggle to make fun of it into a rip-roaring comedy action flick. To see a series that started off with players having to control their characters as if they were a literal tank to avoid slow-moving zombies become a slick action game full of backflips and one-liners is quite the transformation. But after the meandering slog of Resident Evil 5, I suppose they had to try and recapture the excitement of the fourth entry somehow. And if back flip kicking a zombie's head off is the only way to do it, well, we're down. Number 5. Evolve Fresh off the blistering success of the Left 4 Dead games, developer Turtle Rock Studios tried to catch lightning in a bottle by inverting their formula and having four people versus one instead of four people versus hundreds. The result of this experiment was Evolve, a monster hunting asynchronous multiplayer title that saw one overpowered hulking beast facing off against four diverse and specialized hunters. The result of that, however, was abject failure. Selling poorly on launch, player numbers dwindled quickly. Eventually, the game went free-to-play, but it was too late, and a combination of lack of content and balance issues eventually brought an end to Evolve 2 years later. Let's face it, the hunter combat is 90% walking around looking for footprints to follow, and 10% either vaporizing an unevolved monster or being stomped into the ground by an evolved one. The skill level of the monster normally sets the tempo for matches, with the true draw of the game being playing the part of these gigantic monstrosities. And getting into a one-on-four fight against a group of capable hunters has got to be among the most intense experiences in gaming. One minute you're breaking snares and dodging artillery, the next throwing the hunters around trying to kill them before they kill you. And if you do survive long enough to dodge out of the force field, you can run away and lick your wounds, ready to fight and win another day. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates 
fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number four, Infinite Undiscovery. You'd be forgiven for having never heard of Infinite Undiscovery. While developer Tri-Ace have some impressive titles under their belts, Infinite Undiscovery is not one of them. And that's on top of it having released 13 years ago to mediocre reviews. Also, that title, which we just won't get into. The plot is boring and full of cliches, and while the visuals are fine for the time, the writing is just as bizarre as any other JRPG of that era. But one element that raised those reviews from bad to okay was the combat. Now, Infinite Undiscovery may look very much like any other real-time combat JRPG, but the devil is in the detail. Battles are flashy and fantastical, with special effects flying everywhere as your team members batter lumps out of unfortunate enemies in an incredibly satisfying manner. And with the ability to have up to 12 friendly brawlers spread across three parties and in a single battle, fights can get real hectic real quick. While the combat is primarily about keeping combos going, our protagonist Kappa can can connect with his teammates in order to direct their movements. On top of that, there are moves that can only be used by your protagonist, connecting with that specific team member. Perform well enough and you can earn XP bonuses or post-fight healing. With the possibility of up to 18 different potential party members, that makes for a whole lot of different in-combat possibilities. Number 3. Hybrid Heaven Has there ever been a game that promised more and delivered less? Hybrid Heaven is an adventure game for the Nintendo 64 that promised an action-packed tale of betrayal, political intrigue, and high-stakes action, which was a big deal in the years after Metal Gear Solid came out. Unfortunately, what was delivered was a slow-paced 3D adventure title where you look for keys to open doors and use what amounts to a high-tech taser to shoot drones and panels. And while the platforming isn't terrible, the game's saving grace is its unique menu-based melee fighting system that lets you throw everything from right hooks to combo attacks to WWE-style wrestling moves. Your moveset gets more expansive as you play through the game, and while it may not sound like much on paper, actually nailing down a string of punches and kicks into a suplex is as immensely rewarding as seeing the list of new moves you just learned from your fallen enemy. You can also aim for specific parts of the body to attack, potentially disabling them if you do enough damage, and thereby disabling certain moves. If you don't want to be constantly going through menus, you can save your own custom combos for your character to follow through with, alongside preset ones that are there by default. It turns what is usually a pretty slow march through a dull narrative about the US government being overthrown by aliens into an actually pretty awesome fighting game. Number 2. Fear 3 
After the um climactic climactic ending to Fear 2, Fear 3 takes you back into the shoes of Point Man, now being helped along by his brother Paxton. Now you might have some questions since Paxton died in the first game, but we already know that death is more of an inconvenience for psychic people in the Fear universe than an actual thing. The tone is inconsistent and the scares are nowhere near as fresh as in either of its predecessors. New developers day one have fallen for that modern horror pitfall and decided to show us all the dark background details of the original story, instead of allowing us to fill in the gaps for ourselves. And what we don't see is always scarier than what we do see. Despite the issues with the story and the direction of the campaign, the gameplay is as tight as ever. Both Point Man and Paxton play drastically differently. Given Paxton doesn't have a physical form, which you'd expect to lower his combat efficiency somewhat. Point Man sticks to his tried and true formula of turning on bullet time and eviscerating rooms of enemies with gunfire and flying kicks. But Paxton's combat is much more interesting. With his ability to possess enemies and fire psychic blasts from his hands, Paxton puts enough of a spin on the gameplay that you absolutely forget about how big of a step down Fear 3 is in terms of narrative and characterization. Number 1. Berserk Millennium Falcon Hensema Senki No Show Berserk Millennium Falcon Hensema Senki No Show, and I'm already so sorry for how I said that, or Millennium Falcon Arc Chapter of the Holy Demon War, not really surprised that most streamers I found just call this one Berserk, is as faithful as you could possibly get to the source material, to its own detriment. In Berserk, protagonist Guts is branded with a mark that constantly draws all sorts of evil to him. Wherever Guts goes, hordes of monsters follow. Sounds like the perfect setup for a video game, right? It follows that this game constantly has hordes of infinitely respawning enemies slowly draining your health through pure attrition. Every part of the game is the same, trying to go somewhere while hundreds of enemies block you in every direction. On the other hand, this Berserk game is also extremely close to the source material on how lethal the primary protagonist is, and a hell of a lot of work has gone into animating all the different ways he viciously dismembers the demons that get in his way. Guts twirls, pivots, slashes, shoulder barges, and when that's not enough, you can break out his prosthetic arm to sling some crossbow bolts and take out entire crowds with the cannon hidden under his fist. The combat is more than satisfying enough to justify the snail's pace that the game moves at, and ends up being probably the best video game example of how to handle Guts' fighting style. Unfortunately, it also nails how much of a nuisance it would be to be swarmed by demons everywhere you go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.